Hey, my name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hey, bitch. Hello. Oh my God, I'm so happy you came back. Welcome to, this is episode two of Girl Talk Podcast. And oh my God, I wanted to show you, I just launched my merch. Um, This is it. It says, Scott writes, must be nice. It's a big fuck you to anyone who doesn't believe that women should have a choice over their body and getting an abortion. I, you guys know I'm a huge advocate of that. And if you don't believe in the same things that I do, then no one's forcing you to watch this video. No one's forcing you to buy my merch. So bye. But I'm so happy 100% of the proceeds go to um, pro-choice charities. And it's super cute. This is the hoodie. We have like, um, I'll put pictures in it if you're watching the video, but we have like sweatpants. Um, t-shirts, a super cute hat, like a little tote bag. It's so cute. And I'm so excited for this to come out. 100% of the proceeds are being donated. So just know that when you do buy a cute piece of merch, you're also going, it's also going to a good cause. But yeah, um, on that note, on the note of girls supporting girls, on the note of women empowerment, I thought today I kind of wanted to talk about female friendships because it's something that's very important to me and something that I used to like take for granted and not realize how important it is. And I also, I had, I made a little list on my phone. I did five red flags in female friendships and five green flags in female friendships. Because I always see like, I see people like talk about female friendships and it just really makes me sad the way that they talk about it. And this is no tea, no shade towards anyone. It just makes me really sad because at least for me and my happiness, I feel like the, the way that I'm the happiest is if I have a good partner and good female friendships, good platonic female friendships and a good intimate partner. And obviously you, you have like your family and stuff like that, your dog. But female friendships are so important to me and I was like scavenging in the files of my brain and I was going through like all of the red flags of things that I've noticed and all of the good green flags of the things that I've noticed. I just wanted to get into it. Um, let's talk about it. Female fucking friendships. <laughs> so I have five red flags and let me know if you've ever experienced this and if you have friends that are like this, girl, girl, I don't even know what to tell you, girl, it's scary. It's scary when you start noticing these traits. Okay, number one. So obviously this is, I feel like everyone knows this. Number one is the pick me girl. All right, and I'm not talking about like, oh, TikTok, like pick me, like, blah, 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 blah. like this is what I mean by a pick me girl. A pick me girl is your friend until a man comes over and she will do anything to throw you under the bus and even put you in danger, such as leaving you alone at the club, leaving you in uncomfortable situations to impress a man. Um, pick me girl has inner misogyny and needs to have that validation of a man liking her or accepting her and will do absolutely anything for that male validation. Scary. This is so scary. And I didn't notice the inner misogyny in other women until someone pointed it out to me. They were like, damn, 
like she really thinks that men are way better than women and like it's just it's sad because I feel like as a society a woman's self-worth and we could talk about this more but growing up as a society women are just taught to get married and find the prince charming and blah 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 blah, blah. name a disney princess movie where they have a best friend wait a minute that's actually that's actually true i guess elsa all the newer ones they have best friends it's like it's a lot better but growing up i feel like no one really ingrained in my brain how important female friendships are but society does not miss out on the fact of teaching women that a man's validation and having a boyfriend is the most important thing that you will ever do in your whole life and the only way that you will ever feel valid and feel happy i'm very sorry to say that i've been there and i've done that i had a boyfriend i had no other friends and by the way when i talk about ex-boyfriends and stuff like that I've had other boyfriends other than my public boyfriend and if I'm ever talking about an ex in any future episode just know that it could be them it could be the ones that you guys have no idea about but I don't like to talk badly about my exes I feel like karma's a bitch and I, you should talk greatly about your exes and I also feel like that's a red flag if you're talking to someone they're always talking shit about their exes like bitch what are you gonna say about me anyways i've been that girl that only had the boyfriend had no female friends my only friend was my boyfriend and you know what it's very sad it's very unfulfilling and it's kind of it's almost like you know when people say don't put all of your eggs in one basket it's very much that all of my eggs all of my my needing attention all of my like quality time, acts of service, all of my love languages needed to come from that one person. And when they didn't have that, when they didn't have the energy to give it to me, I just felt like unfulfilled and like just sad and like lonely. It gets really lonely. Um, so I have done it and I am here to say that just getting attention from a boyfriend or just getting attention from men is not fulfilling at all like it is fulfilling in the moment and it feels good in the moment but putting all of your eggs in one basket is not the way to go okay number two this is a line that you would hear and this is a red flag for me when someone says i've never had close female friends bitch girls are just so much drama bitch oh fuck no if a if a girl says that immediately red flag immediate immediately red flag for me it, that's scary that's scary to me if they're like you know i i just don't have very many female friends i grew up with all boys like boys are i just have like a lot of boyfriends oh my god can, can i say something i was watching love island season five who's that girl there's a girl in love island season five she says exactly that she's like i i grew up like with only men and let me find her name let me find her name that way you guys know lucy lucy that Lucy girl. Okay, so this is an example. No tea, no shade to Lucy. I'm sure that she's a wonderful girl, but just in the sense of like her as a character on the show, she says something along the lines of, I never grew up with female friends. Like, I don't really hang out with girls. Like, girls are too much drama. Like, blah, blah, blah. Those are the exact verbatim, word for word, what she says. And you know what she does on the show? She tries to steal Molly Mae's boyfriend. Oh, 
What a backstabbing bitch. Oh my God. I, I saw that and I was like, I knew it. It's always the pick me girls that they don't care about other female friendships. They're willing to steal anybody's man. They don't give a fuck. Like no morals, no nothing. They also are very insecure. I find that pick me girls tend to be very insecure. And it makes sense because all of their validation and all of their happiness and acceptance comes from men. And we all know that men can treat you like shit. So <laughs> the inner misogyny kind of sucks. But when a girl says that, for me, that is a huge red flag because, you know, I, I, I get it. I've come across many girls that are very catty. They are very rude. But I think for the most part, the majority of women are very nice. And I feel like, I don't know, like maybe it's just the people that I surround myself with. But I think for the most part, a lot of women are really nice. And it's as long as you're nice back, I don't know. This is just all my personal experience and maybe you've experienced different things, but it's kind of like, you know, when, when people are like, oh, all men are the same. All men are the same. They all, they all suck. All men suck. Well, it's because you have a type, you know? It's because you have a type. It's because you like a certain type of man. And I feel like it's the same with female friendships where it's like, you know, maybe you have a type in female friends and they tend to be typically catty, mean, rude, will go behind your back. And also, I guess like a pick me girl. You know what? It's all kind of connecting for me. The pick me girls attract other pick me girls and both of them are willing to throw each other under the bus for the male attention and male validation. That's what it is. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Anyways, sorry. I just had like a, a little light bulb go off in my head. Um... Okay, but number three, they get upset over copying or feel like other women are their competition. And don't get me wrong, okay? Like, I've definitely felt like this too. And I've like definitely like fought with my friends and be like, bitch, you're copying me too much. Like, fuck, like get your own shit. Like, <laughs> or like borrowing shit. They're like, bitch, you cut, you wear all my outfits. Like, get your own shit. Or like, you know, when you take your own, your like the photos and they're like, bitch, I wanted to post here. Like, fuck, we have all the same shit. Like, I get it. I've been there. I've done that. I think true, healthy, female friendships, you don't see each other as competition because what is the prize? What is the prize with female competition? Men? Men? 
You want to have no friends so you can impress men? Do you know how easy men are? I want to talk about that. Do you know how easy men are? Men get hard with the with the look of a boob. Like they could get hard with the look of the collarbone. Like they're so easily intrigued. Men are not hard to get. Like if you're a truly confident woman and you have a smile, you have divine feminine energy. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's just your energy and your aura that you bring to the table. You can attract any men that you want. And I know you're like, Adeline, like, well, like you're wearing makeup, you're so, no, anybody can do it. I trust me. I vlog all the time with no makeup. You see me and like, sometimes I'll like fix my makeup or, whatever, or fix my hair or whatever. So I'm not like crusty, crusty, but you know how crusty I look. Like I look dusty and crusty and ugly. Like I really do. And like, I'll have like big sweat on and I swear to God more often than not I feel like men will hit on me when I'm not wearing makeup and it's just the energy and the aura that you bring and even like I don't know I don't know if this like makes me feel or makes me sound weird I truly genuinely believe the sexiest thing that a woman can wear is confidence and that's it and it's so easy to get a man if you're just confident so this feeling of like competition and feeling like you're competing with other women, what, for what? That's what I really need to know is for what? It's for male validation. I was like, I'm trying to think of other things, like a job, like no, it's like, it's only for male validation. That's the only reason why I feel like a woman would feel like her friend is competition. Am I crazy? I don't know, let me know. Number four, I put, they lose all female friendships when they get into a relationship, hop from relationship to relationship and never are single. Okay, don't don't feel like I'm calling anyone out right now, okay? Because I've also been that person and I, I've seen it with friends, like I've even done it myself. Like, it's so easy, you know, relationships take up so much of your time. <laughs> And it's so easy to like, you know, sex feels good. You feel connected to your partner. You forget about your friends. You, like it happens. Like we all can forgive our friends like once in a while for doing stuff like that. But once you lose contact with your friend at all, like she's never able to hang out. She's never able to uh, like even attend your birthday, say happy birthday, like congratulate you on your accomplishments, like go to dinner um schedule things in advance if she can't even do that i feel like that's a red flag i know this because i used to do it and it's in it's literally ingrained in my brain when i was younger like oh like i yeah i'll make plans with you i'll make plans with my girlfriends but like if jonathan wants to hang out with me on friday i'm for sure gonna cancel on you guys like jonathan's my priority and if jonathan needs to hang out on friday i can't be hard to work with i can't be hard to make plans with so i need to listen to jonathan jonathan is my master and god almighty and i will praise and worship his fucking feet like oh my god i literally used to think like that like that was so crazy now it's like if you make plans with me in advance i put it in my calendar and we figure it out if my partner or anyone wants to make plans with me Whoever makes plans first wins. Like you are in my calendar and we're set. That's why me and my partners, if we ever do want to have date night, we need to make sure that we plan in advance because I am the type of person that I will put my female friendships over my partner and they know that. And I've set that boundary and they're not, I'm not praising their fee. I'm not like, you know, I do, I hype them up. I will do that. I will hype up my partner and I will hype up my friends, but I'm not praising their feet. And I don't think that they're better than every female in the world. And I'm not thinking that they're God almighty. And I'm not like going out of my way 
to make them happy. A true adult relationship, you should be able to schedule things and plan in advance and make sure that both parties are happy and both parties have friends. Because I think it's sexy when, when your partner has friends. It's not really that sexy when your partner's kind of like a loner and you only hang out with each other. I mean, me and my friends are like that sometimes. Sometimes we only have each other. But you know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> I feel like in order to have a healthy relationship, you need to have healthy boundaries and have friends outside of the relationship. Five is they only ever want to talk about boys. That's enough said. If all that you talk about is boys, like, you know, I, I love good boy spill sesh here and there, but if it's all that we talk about, it gets kind of like, what else did you do today? Do you get a coffee? Like, like I got Timbits today. I like thrifting. Do you want to go thrifting? Like anything else. But for some reason, you change the subject, but for some reason, it's always redirected to the boy that they're talking to, their ex, a boy that they want to talk to, a DMing boy. Like it always circles back to boys. The inner misogyny is real, and that's all that they think about. Okay, that's enough. Now we're going to talk about the green bag. Boom, 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 boom. These are all my besties and these green flags are inspired by you and I love you and this is the five things that I think are green flags in female friendships. Okay, number one, I put knowing society places more value on women who are partnered than those who are satisfied with platonic love, AKA female friendships. Intimate and platonic love are both just as fulfilling. Okay, do you know what platonic means? I literally had to Google it. Platonic meaning, platonic of love or friendship, intimate and affectionate, but not sexual. So female friendships. I kind of talked about this, about like Disney and like women growing up were always taught like, oh, we'll find our Prince Charming and Prince Charming will swipe us off of our feet. I will be so happy once I'm married at 23 and I have kids by 25 and that is my life plan. Like I thought that was me. I thought I was gonna be a virgin and then marry my partner and then not have sex till marriage and have babies at 25. I'm 24 right now. That's so crazy to think about. But I think it's just the way that we grew up and it's just the way that like our childhood, like movies are planned out. Like it's just the inner misogyny or the hidden misogyny in movies, in kids' TV shows, in what your parents tell you growing up, in what you, your aunts and uncles say to you at family dinners. Oh, are you dating him? Do you have a boyfriend yet? Like, oh, you should bring your boyfriend to the family dinner, blah, 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 blah. The, inner, the hidden and small, subtle misogyny comments that are made growing up is so crazy and it's so hard to unteach yourself. But I feel like I am living proof at least from my experience, to say that romantic relationships are just as fulfilling as platonic female friendship relationships, or I guess like not sexual friend relationships. They're just as fulfilling. And yeah, like romantic relationships are, <laughs> I sound like sex is great and all, but have you had frozen grapes in the freezer? Like that shit slaps like. <laughs> Romantic relationships are obviously so amazing. It brings, being in love, like, makes you feel like you're alive. But I also feel like there's a sense of that in just close female friendships. Like, 
romanticizing your life and romanticizing what you already have. Like I just remember it was some of the most fun nights when I was in high school and I was just with my girlfriends and we would just watch movies. I don't even know what the fuck we would do. I think we would just like, like, we weren't even drinking or doing drugs. Like we were just having fun and like having the time of our lives. We would like talk, we would do face masks, we would do squats, we would watch movies, we would um, daydream about going to Greece. And I don't know what the fuck we would do, but I just remember that was like the time of my life. And I had so much fun when I was in those female friendships. And of course I have so much fun in my romantic relationships too, but I think us as a society, society, we, <laughs> We don't talk about the importance of female friendships enough. We always talk about romantic relationships, but never enough about female friendships. Okay, number two, high quality friendships between women raise each other's divine feminine energy and inspire each other to feel their best. You guys know I love everything. I love talking about divine feminine energy. I have a tattoo on my back. They need an outlet to be girly, playful, and let loose with other women. I love talking about the dumbest shit in our group chat. I'll see something on TikTok, I'll send it, I'll be like, huh, this is you. <laughs> this is Brianna when she when she likes one man and thinks he's the love of her life, but the, the man that she thought was the love of her life last week, like actually isn't the, didn't work out, but like this one actually is the love of her life. <laughs> Even just like going out clubbing, like do you guys ever feel like going out and clubbing? Sometimes the best and the most fun, the best memories come from just getting ready with your girlfriends. Like, isn't that so, I don't know. There's something so fun about having girlfriends, doing your makeup together, um, recommending each other products and just being girly together. I love recommending my friends. I'm like, I love this Ulta Beauty lip gloss. Like this lip oil fucking slaps and it's only $8. Like this shit is fire. And then I get all my friends to buy it. Like, and oh, my friend Alex, she was like, oh, I love this rare beauty lip balm. Like it's not a lip gloss, but it's in a lip gloss tube. So it looks so cute when you put it on. But when you, like you put it on, it moisturizes your lips and you can put it on with no lipstick. Like it looks so good. It makes your, li your lips so shiny and it moisturizes your lips. Like, oh my God, I bought that shit. And it's so amazing. And it's fun to have people to talk to about this shit. And like, as much as I love YouTube and I feel like I learned so much from like TikTok and YouTube, it's just fun to like be girly and talk about things with your friends and just like have like a girly female escape and just be in my own little fantasy world of lip gloss and lipstick and designer items and purses and shoes. <laughs> and watch sex in the fucking city with. Like, I love that shit. Um, okay, number three, I put, doesn't see other women as competition. Seeing them as beautiful additions to your life that are trustworthy, loving, and genuine. Again, this is kind of like circling back on what we were talking about with like the competition aspects. I think growing up, I realized how easy men are and how dumb they are and that other women are not my competition. When it comes to men, when it comes to impressing men, when it comes to jobs, when it comes to anything, women are not my competition. The way that I kind of rewired my brain because I used to think like that. I used to be like, oh, this girl is doing so well. Like other YouTubers, because YouTube is such a toxic career because you just have all of your statistics out there and you have other people's statistics out there and you compare and you're like, oh, this person's doing better than me. Like, fuck, I'm so jealous. Like, oh, I'm doing better than them. Like, I'm doing so good. And it's such, jealousy is such a draining, negative feeling and I used to be so jealous all the time. I couldn't even like, even like like pretty girls, I couldn't follow them on Instagram because I would be like, oh, they're prettier than me. Like, I'm not gonna support them. I'm not gonna follow them. Like, they're not better than me. Like, blah, 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 blah. But now I, I feel like 
I've come to terms that women are not my competition. The more women that succeed in business, the more doors that open up for me. The more women that have high standards for men, the more doors that are open for me for men that are trained and men that will open the door for you and um, will buy you roses and treat you right. The more women that are in office, the better rules and regulations like abortion will be put in place. The more successful women out there, the more that I can benefit. That's the way that I kind of rewired my brain because I, I think growing up, I always saw women as competition, but now realizing the more women that are pretty and successful and powerful, that doesn't make me any less powerful, successful. It doesn't make me any less. The more powerful woman out there, the more powerful I can become. The more doors that will be open to me, and the more success that I can have. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but it makes sense in my mind and it kind of like stops the jealousy emotion that I feel when I see other women succeed. Cause that's like, when I see a woman succeed, I get a little bit jealous, but this has really helped me with stopping that jealousy, stop feeling so negative, stop feeling like I have to tear other women down and see it as a good thing. Seeing it as women opening other doors for me, seeing it as more woman representation, more women like me being successful. And I think that it's good. Number four, green flags in female friendships. I put healthy boundaries. <laughs> and I put this because, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna say, it. not spending too much time together because you will fight like cats and dogs. Like if I spend too much time with my girlfriends, we will fight like sisters. Like, do you ever, I don't know if you guys, if you grew up with sisters in your household, but you know when you spend a little too much time together, they're like, bitch, you stole my shirt and you didn't even ask me. You know, you bring all this shit up and like, blah, blah, blah. It is good to have healthy boundaries with female friendships, but not too little time together. And if you do not spend enough time together, whether it's like from like moving or school or whatever it is, when you see each other again, it's almost as if nothing has changed. Those are the best types of friendships is when you spend a lot of time apart and then you get back together and you're like, wow, nothing has changed. I feel comfortable with you. I'm confident with you. You make me feel good. I think having healthy boundaries is good with quality time, spending time together, not spending too much time together um, because yeah, me and my friends will fight like sisters if we spend too much time together. <laughs> Number five of a green flag of female friendships is when you have so much shit and so much tea on each other that you can never, ever, ever expose each other's secrets and all of your secrets that you've ever told each other go to the fucking grave because you guys know all of your dirty little secrets, all your ins and outs and embarrassing stories and things that you're not proud of and like bad hookups and this and that and this and that. When you know so much about each other and so much tea on each other that if you do ever become not friends, you can never say shit because both of you have so much shit on each other that you just trust each other to not say anything. <laughs> That's me and my friends. <laughs> we know everything about each other, all the ins and outs, all the embarrassing moments, all the embarrassing stories, embarrassing hookups. Um, 
learning moments, learning and growing with your friends. You know so much about each other that if you do ever grow apart, because it happens and it's sad and people do grow apart. And I still keep in contact with like my friends from high school. We used to be so close and it makes me so sad that we're not as close anymore. But you know, we all live in, in different states and it's hard to keep up with each other. But we all follow each other in social media. But it's just, it's just a part of life. It's just female, you know, people grow apart and it's so sad. And it's the same with relationships. And as long as you're growing, I really hope that as I grow, my relationships grow with me and my friendships grow with me. And I just, I don't know. I hope that we stay friends forever. <laughs> friends until the end of time I don't know I always see those memes of like the grandmas being silly and they're like pushing each other in like a shopping cart I'm like mm, I hope that's me or like grandma's like terrorizing I don't know people I hope that's me but I don't know I hope that me and my friends are friends forever um but yeah those are my five green flags in women in female friendships um but yeah those are my thoughts and I am a huge advocate in having um, romantic and platonic relationships, having that balance and having female friendships, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether no matter what, having female friendships has benefited me in every way, shape and form. And it makes me happy and it makes me feel super fulfilled and it makes me just feel loved. And I don't know, it's just, such an amazing feeling and I saw you know what let's do a Q&A what would Rihanna do WWRD what would Rihanna do Rihanna please don't sue me I actually saw a question I think I answered this in yesterday's uh Q&A but I wanted to answer it again it said how do you make female friendships in your 20s and it's so hard because you know in school how you see the same people over and over and over again it's so easy to make friendships like you see people at the same place at the same time, like you're bound to like run into each other, you're bound to like make conversation. But once you hit your 20s, whether you're working, you're working from home or whatever, like one thing that has really helped me with making friendships is just putting myself out there and shooting my shot. <laughs> And that can even mean that can mean going on Bumble BFF because I've done that before. I go on Bumble BFF. It's not embarrassing. A lot of like we all want friends, and like sometimes you're new to a city, you're new to a town, and you want to make new friends. And it's totally valid to want new friends <laughs> and like not have the same friends that you had since school. It's like, and a lot of people work from home. It's hard to make friends, so. I feel like Bumble BFF is really good. Sliding into people's DMs. I feel like if if you want to be successful in your career, find other people that you really look up to. Like find people that are in the same genre as you. Slide in their DMs. Go get coffee. Go to a workout class. Find something that you both have in common. Go to a baseball game. Shoot your shot. And like the worst thing that can happen is they just don't respond. And your ego hurts a little bit. But whatever. You'll get over it and you probably won't remember next year just try it and like maybe like someone's photos or like I don't think it's creepy I don't think it's creepy to like slide in another girl's DMs and be like you know what I love your hair and makeup in this photo oh my god we should hang out like you need to teach me how to do this eyeliner like bitch you look so fucking good like I think it's cool and it's like really empowering to put yourself out there like that <laughs> is it normal that the tampon hurts when you pull it out that is 
if you like the only time that ever happens to me is if I have a heavy flow and I haven't changed my tampon in a long time that day and it's like a super full tampon. I think it is normal. I would just um, make sure that you're regularly taking out and switching your tampons because you don't want to have that shock thing. I don't know what it's called. Urinary shock. What the fuck? Toxic shock syndrome. You don't want to have toxic shock syndrome. So always making sure that you're switching out your tampons, but I think that you should be good. But also I'm not a gynecologist, so don't take my advice. And if you do die, then don't sue me because I do not know. But I hope you guys enjoyed podcast number two. Um, I love talking to you and I love this. Let me know what you want to talk about next. Let's talk about whatever you want. Dating, friendships, my favorite products this month, my makeup routine. Like, what do you want? Like, let's talk about it. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. And I, I feel like I need an, intro, an outro for this series. I'll come up with something, but I'll talk to you next week. I love you. Bye. Did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.